Martin and I are both locked in our closets recording this podcast, ready to discuss the 23-20 to 20 loss to the Iowa Hawkeyes from Saturday afternoon. Nah, we're good. This podcast, uh, this pod was, this podcast will be a deep cleans for a uh, deep cleanse for for all of you, like a nice trip to the spa, and we're going to take a very positive attitude as we we discuss the game from yesterday. Martin, um, how are you doing? I'm allowed to talk now. You know, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm there was there's really it's hard to be upset about yesterday's loss, uh, and it's that simple. It's really hard to be upset. You know, we looked good. Well, the Eagles won today. And the Eagles won today. And the Steelers won. We have a lot of Steelers uh, Steelers in our uh, viewer uh, listenership. But my Broncos lost. Were they part of your parlay? No, no, no. I, uh. I hit my bets today, too. So we're all good. There's, like, there's really nothing to be upset about in this world. <laughs> besides, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> besides besides the Penn State Nittany Lions. It's all right. It's all right. You, you, you guys just keep a positive attitude through life. You, you know... Take the if hits when they come. Keeping, and, and keeping keep a PMA, a positive mental attitude, will reduce uh, anxiety. You know, other way around, add life, add years to your life. We're killing it today, Max. We are killing it today. Yeah, yeah. So you watched yesterday from your apartment? Yep, from my living room. I, I decided I like watching most big games in the comfort of my living room and just being able to scream and curse out the TV by myself or with a couple friends. But like. I like the to see the cast and and hear the 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 broadcast and everything and oh, get angry I, at the TV. <laughs> yeah, I hate I could so I so I was pretty much listening to the game on mute or at least I couldn't hear it. So was it was it clad in in Gus Johnson this week? Yes, from yeah. the Fox crew. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're not they're honestly not my favorite. I know a lot of people love them, but I I, I actually prefer some other um, tandems. But it was one of the more interesting viewing experiences for me. I was in the middle of the woods. Um, outside of uh, State College, uh, watching um, at a wedding reception. Congratulations, Deanna and Laura. It was a, a beautiful ceremony yesterday. Or I guess not a ceremony, but it's just the reception that carried over from last year. But it was awesome. Uh, we got the satellite hooked up there, and um, there's a bunch of Penn State fans huddled around a TV in the woods. So I was in and out. Um, I didn't, you know, a, a, little, bit in my, uh, a little bit in my cup and uh, didn't catch every single moment of the game, which kind of turned out to be a good thing. But, um, yeah, so uh went to a few weddings this weekend and having to explain i have a, a podcast uh was the worst thing ever um although i'm not sure if it's worse telling people i'm a meteorologist and then then fielding questions about climate change so it's, it's kind of on that level um i'm sure you've been getting them a little bit too martin what questions <laughs> about the weather no <laughs> jesus christ you're not listening at all <laughs> uh yeah martin was at a whiskey tasting yesterday and he doesn't he's not doing all right he's not doing well the whiskey tasting was fun though you know that really brought my spirits up 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm a, I think, you know, <laughs> I think we're going to we're going to drop a little bit. In list, we're going to drop a little bit in listenership this week from probably like 14 listeners to nine because it's, it's coming after a loss. <laughs> we might have to start over or cut half this out, but no, uh, it's all in. All right. It's all, we're all going to keep ready, it in. You ready to go into the game? Nah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Starting off on the offensive side of the football, you start off with the first play of the game, uh, kind of exactly as scripted with a, a pick. I really think there was one issue in that whole play. Uh, he rolled out of the pocket, but I don't know why there was a designed rollout with him, with Sean Clifford rolling to the left side um, and having to turn and make a throw regardless. It didn't really make sense to me on that play call, which was, I think, problematic because there's a field goal, bam, game's tied again. Okay. Um, but after that, you know, Sean Clifford looked phenomenal in his, uh, he did have some picks, but you know, there were deep balls. It's like essentially like a punt. Uh, one of those picks was essentially a punt. Uh, so I'm really, uh, was pretty impressed by Sean, pretty impressed by once again, our play calling. We can't really establish that good of a run, but we do a lot of screens and things that, uh, work. It's, uh, way into a similar to a run game max what are your thoughts yeah so um taking that uh 17 to 3 lead uh, we were pretty dominant through the first quarter and a half ish and uh, like i said i think we, we discussed this in in the kind of the little preview section we did from earlier in the week that we would rely a little bit on the the quick screen game which we did a uh, lot of receptions for jahan today even though he, the yardage wasn't there but that's because we were hitting those quick uh quick um hitches um on the outside and then we also found some space in the middle too um and, and that's a place where you can attack a too high safety look they were not gonna they were not tr um giving up the big play um it may have been there later in the game if cliff was still playing but um we were able to kind of work the middle there and, and take some take some drives down the field with the help of good uh, field position I, I think on one of those drives as well so um you know love what we saw from the offense until the um, that kind of that play in the, the second quarter where, where where Cliff goes down and we no longer have him. So yeah, um, Clifford that's also ran the ball. Was that Clifford, Clifford ran the ball very well too? And I I, would, I was pretty sure that was going to be happen throughout this game that he was going to get um, some big chunk plays. He got definitely like a fifteen or twenty yard run at one point. A, a twenty two yard run. Um, he was three carries for thirty six yards. Yeah. So he utilized um, his legs as as anticipated, um, being the athletic quarterback he is. But uh, you know, we all know the story of what happens next. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and the fateful moment in the second quarter where the the ties change. Yeah, I I'm a little upset that that is what looks it looks like. I think we actually dominate that game, and we kind of deserve where we are. Uh, like we're ranked if we Cliff stays in the game. But there's some inherent problems if that's how we look like with a backup quarterback in. Um, and I don't think it's all on him. I, I don't know how if it's like our offensive line really needed to not jump off sides as much as they did. That's coaching. They needed to make adjustments, like silent snap kind of thing. Um, make some adjustments that they just never were able to. Number 70, I'm very disappointed in him. <laughs> We're not um, going to call him out. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I I, don't, I can't blame that at all on Taquan Robinson or Robertson when mm. your offensive line is 
clearly jumping and just not settled in. Because he did have one good drive. I, uh, his second third drive quarter. of the game, he put something together. Yeah, he had a good drive in the third quarter. Uh, ended up in three points. But the it's an extremely challenging atmosphere to really get your first extended look at col- you know as a college quarterback. And Backed up at the 10-yard line tell every me, single time. Honestly, Martin, tell me, there's a select few programs, and you know, obviously Penn State wants to be one of these programs, but there's a select few programs that would have a backup quarterback come in in that situation and thrive. So it's this is an issue, what happened yesterday, that I think it's a little bit deeper than just he wasn't prepared to play. It's more of a roster construction issue that you know took place because of a lack of depth there um because of trent the, the transfer portal in college football the we know we lost um two or, two or yeah we lost levis we lost michael bowens we lost michael johnson to the transfer portal over the last three years and there's no com- competition back there um Levis, if he would come in in that situation, I think he would have had a little bit more success. But obviously, he doesn't want to be a backup to Sean Clifford in his fifth year as a a college player. So it's just it's kind of the state of college football and and, and why you're put into that situation. Um, and that's something we're going to need in future years is to have to cultivate that QB depth. Um, so if something like this happens, you know, the game isn't tanked. The game isn't you know you don't tank the game or the season. Hopefully, fingers crossed, Cliff can you know. It's not the worst injury in the world, and it can come back in two to three weeks. But it was obviously serious enough that they didn't load him up with, I don't know, morphine or whatever and get him back in, get him back in there. So I'm, I'm trying to be positive about this. Um, obviously, you would want him to be prepared more, Taquan Roberson. But it, it's just like the, 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 just like the visceral, visceral reaction at him, I think, is a little bit unwarranted. And no, I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I, I just don't understand the offensive line. I don't understand that jumping off that many you, times. Martin, you played football. You played offensive line. You know, like when you change the cadence up, it's so subtle, but it makes a difference. You, you, it, it, it happened. It's happened to you before. No, were- I don't. Don't jump off sides. <laughs> it's just a false start. I never did. You didn't get off the ball fast enough. Exactly. <laughs> don't get off the ball fast that fast. Seriously. Yeah. Third, con- third concussion in. Martin was just like, okay, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Okay, I'm off the ball. <laughs> no. Um. I, and it's it, the hardest part was that the field possession battle was just was yeah. just was just rough. Yeah. That's and that's what happened in the third quarter and fourth quarter. Well, we you know we got sucked into Iowa's game. I mean, the defense was holding up well enough, but we got sucked into the, the field position game. Um, because of the quarterback situation and our inability to to move the balls, so I, I honestly I don't know how much more there is to talk about offense. Um, a, a couple things like um, some wider uh, tight end drops. Um, Strange needs to be better than what he was yesterday, um, and, and that's something they're going to have to look at. If if Theo Johnson is going to get that done um, at the tight end position, um, and, and uh, you know, let's why are you rolling your hand at me, Martin? It's good defense. <laughs> no, I was talking. I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk more about the offense. I think they need to take a, a longer look at Theo Johnson and Strange. And going to come come up big in those situations. Is what I'm saying. All right, we're a little testy today. We were. This is supposed to be a deep cleanse, Martin, not a back and forth. <laughs> Go ahead. And defensively, defense. huh? we looked great. Um, honestly, uh, 
one big play late in the game definitely hurt us. We gave up um, a couple a couple missed tackles, a couple like just lazy wrapping up. But overall, I thought I thought um, Jaquan Brisker played awesome. I thought Curtis Jacobs played phenomenal. Yeah, Curtis and, Jacobs, um, big game yeah, there. He had some big hits, tackles for losses, and really we when we when our offense like was rolling, our defense was very good at like just just three and out or one first down and three and out pretty much every time. It's just when they're on the field too much, it uh, started to become the issue, it seemed. Guess how many uh, tackles for loss um, we had on them yesterday? 15? Yeah. How many How many tackles for loss we had? 15. Uh, 11. And then 11. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That is just a it was a it was a dominant, you know, defensive performance. And unfortunately, one big play in the third quarter it was a little blemish. But overall, I mean, that might actually, be the fourth actually quarter. Great but, pass yeah. on that. Pet, P- Petras threw that all the way across the field. Like, right. but. I mean, it was a coverage breakdown. It was wide open, but still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah usually you don't even see that. Like, it's hard to see that that open. Yeah, so great games. You mentioned Brisker. Ellis Brooks had a solid game. Um, decent linebacker play, but uh, Brandon Smith not wrapping up at all times. Uh, Curtis Jacobs was good. And uh, Arnold, was also. <laughs> Arnold Ebikete was was solid, very good yesterday. Um, three and a half tackle, tackles for loss, one sack, nine total tackles. He was awesome. Um, and then we got some good play again from our secondary. Um, Tyreek Castro-Fields, I think, had a, a couple mishaps Um maybe two mishaps during the game, but overall, you know, we held them to 23 points and they had that field position literally the whole second half. Oh God. So, you know, where do you, where do you go from here? Um, well, here's the, here's the thing. This, the season's by no means over. We were, we're going to have to go play Ohio state and we want, want to like, we were, we were going to have to beat them pretty much anyway. So, it's okay how we lost this game, and we looked good. I think we we still are a respected team. Not that that matters, but I think it's it's very clear that we are a very good football team going into that environment and going up seventeen three um, before the injury. So where we go from here is hopefully it looked like a rib injury. That's what I'm guessing. No, they, no one's really disclosed anything. But um, if I'm uh, being um, the doctor uh, that I am, when- I'm gonna. Webb and Martin. When... Yeah, Webb Web and, Web and Marty. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, we are diagnosing with a, a rib injury, and um, uh, let's just hope it's not cancer. Let's, let's phone in Dr. Mike real quick and see what he has to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, he is, he is uh, high co-pays, though. Should, should we um, – Mike's our brother, by the way. Uh, anything else to discuss on defense, or should we uh, go to our next segment? Let's let's do our next segment, and um, I'll introduce this. And, and this is something we've been talking about for uh, a while now. But we have a lot of friends that that text us during the game when they're mad, and it's it's really funny, and it's kind of incessant. Um, there's a couple couple few people that stand out and that do it a lot. Uh, our oldest brother Michael being one of them. Um, but we're going to do a new segment called Mad Messages, where we we read off some of the texts that we got. Um, during the football game um, from Saturday. So, Martin, you can start us off. Are All we right. Gonna tell, are we going to say who said them? No, 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 no. We don't okay. need to say that. We're, we're going to keep this anonymous. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see a good first one. Piss poor. All right. This is this is a good one. This is this is early in the game. 
I don't even think I, I don't even think I like saw this play. Effing Cliff pick on first play. That's all on Clifford. That fucking pussy. Are you kidding me? He can't play with a broke rib? What a bitch. You're the fucking starting TV at the greatest school in the world. Fuck him, NJ. Martin. <laughs> Martin. I'm just reading. This is all quoted. Yeah. Okay. And I quote. Uh, okay. We're collapsing. That game, ducking sucked. Classic, <laughs> classic uh, iPhone autocorrect there. <laughs> Very disappointing, period. What utter effing mess. What period, the period, duck, period. They need to drug me up. Um, I'm pulling up some other, oh, I got multiple, this is bad, periods. Yeah, we're collapsing. Uh, this game just flipped on its head at WTF, WTF, so unlucky. Okay, we've, obviously, there's, we got a lot on, we got a lot on Saturday, and uh, it, I guess it was warranted considering the, the slow bleed that was going on from the middle of the second quarter to the end of the game. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that, se- uh, that segment. Usually, Clifford, it's not, Clifford usually can't it's not play with a broken bad. rib. Clifford can't play with a broken rib. <laughs> oh. That cracked yeah. me up yesterday. He probably could barely breathe. I mean, exactly. he's the starting yeah. quarterback for the greatest team yeah. in the country. His clavicle's like stuck in his neck, and he's getting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, was that Shane? No, no. Okay, <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, so... no. Shane's was the, the this is bad periods. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're pretty deep into this here. For for those still listening. Uh, we're still taking suggestions for po- uh, new podcast names. Uh, current name, Two Boys, One Pod. Ain't cutting it. And uh, we want to come up with something better, but we want you guys to decide. So reach out to Martin and I, and we will um, we will, you know, field those and, and try to make a, a, a better name. I have a question for you. Okay. Based on how we came out and played before the injury, is that team capable of winning in Columbus? I think I think it would be it's going to be a very competitive game. I think uh, Ohio State is a much more explosive offense, and, and we've been seeing that the past two weeks. I mean, not the best Big Ten per, uh, competition they've been playing, but they have the athletes and the offensive line. Um, they're going to be able to score on us, I think, even though we have a, a great defense. So um, we we got to I think it's a it's it's a shootout type of win Ohio against Ohio State uh, circa 2017. Had we won that game, kind of like a 30 to 30-something to 30-something game. I think that's kind of the formula. Yeah, um, but it's, I, we're I, gonna be, I think I think we can, we can compete with them. Um, we've played better defenses than Ohio State so far this year. So um, I think, yeah, I, I think we would be in a game with them. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think I think we can win that. We could win that game, but we're going to need things to go our way. We're going to need some turnover luck and things like that. To, but we're definitely going to be competitive with them. And that's that's a good thing to look forward to, that yeah. that game. That's what our season is banking on for this uh, assuming but, the big Assuming the big red dog is back. Yeah, and let's, let's not overlook Illinois next week. <laughs> trap game. Trap game. <laughs> tra- trap game against Illinois. I, I, I didn't get any questions from uh, for the sock drawer. Did you, Martin? No, everybody was too mad. It probably assumed we weren't running a pod this week. <laughs> you know, it was you – know, people are listening. There's people, you know, coming up the wedding, like, hey, I heard you had a podcast. And I'm like, wow, you're, 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 you're listening? Like, um, you know, again, shout out Laura, Deanna, um, 
for your, your wedding reception. And then also Shelby and Mike on Friday night. Um, great, great Delco wedding, Martin. They had a go bird sign, like all in lights on the dance floor. You would have, you would have felt like you belonged what, there. What, Soft was the, what was the cocktail hour spread looking like? A uh, whole, okay. So this is one of the more ridiculous cocktail hour spreads I've seen, but you walk in and the whole left side was a sushi bar. And then around the back, they had like a pasta bar and mozzarella sticks and charcuterie. And then on the right side was a uh, raw seafood bar. Um, so they had lobster, oysters, clams. It was it was dope. It was, it was is, awesome. Could I expect that uh, your wedding to look like that? Uh, no. Yeah, you're going to. Yeah. Oh, well, you're, it will be, will you're it be more, the, will be more of the, the tailgate spread. Yeah, you're like going to be some corn, some corn chowder. <laughs> no, you're going to be eating just the bread of life at, at my, <laughs> my wedding. <laughs> all right well i do a couple other questions i just have um i know it's looking ahead we run we run table let's just think that that's that's how the season's not over i think there's no way we're not in the college football playoffs so we still control our destiny it's right. hard to say it's hard to say a team that lost to iowa with an injured quarterback if we were theoretically i know thinking what, what we were one and oh mentality but theoretically um if we were to replay them in the big 10 championship uh, it's the season's by no means over. Yeah. And I, I think I even said it last week on the pod when you asked me about, is this like the biggest game of the year? And I was like, actually, it's actually, it's not even a must win. It's the must wins are Michigan, Michigan state, Ohio state. And I, I think you got, yeah, you nailed that. I, th- yeah. I think we got it all, all ahead of us still. So let's mope for like a, maybe another 24 hours until you finish listening to this podcast. And then uh, we're gonna get the optimism back and come come back get a get a bye week and then come back against Illinois. Yeah, spank, and spank them. That's what I'm looking forward to. The fact that you know we do have Illinois a game we can win with a backup quarterback and a bye week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we should be able to beat so, them. The that gives that gives that gives Sean you know the big red dog um, a couple a couple weeks to get uh, healthy. Hopefully he's uh, out there October 30th. Yeah. So so Reverston isn't. He isn't a running quarterback like a lot of you think he is, but he was definitely more effective with his feet yesterday um, than than you expected. Yeah, I know he wears number two, Martin. Um, He was definitely a little bit more effective on his feet uh, yesterday, and um, I think that might be some of the formula, kind of getting getting him on the move, um, getting him comfortable um, with like kind of out in space. So it should be – yeah, we should be able to win. We should be able to beat Illinois with Roberson. So that's, yeah, that's all I got today. Anything from you, Martin? Oh, we, we got to hit our offensive and defensive players. Yeah. So I'll let you go first. Let's do offense first. I think I know where you're going to go. Offensive player of the game. Are you ready? We can say it together. Three, Three two, two, one. one. No again. What? Oh, Sean Clifford. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's Sean Clifford yesterday. Um, before, even before, like even with the injury in mind. Hey, I like to th- say that I feel validated that Sean Clifford's a good quarterback and that we should probably be stiff for him every week because of what the team looks like without him. Yeah, we're we're ten, we're ten out of ten today. <laughs> Fully stiff. And then uh, switching to the defensive side of the ball, I think you can go a lot of different ways here. And I think I'm going to go with Arnold Ebikede, a again, just an absolute monster on, on the defensive um, uh, the defensive side there. He 
ate up their tackles. They're a little uh, inexperienced at the tackle position this year. Iowa was, and, and Arnold Abiquete took full advantage of that. And I'm I'm going to go with Curtis Jacobs. He just had some big plays early on, um, some big mm-hmm. tackles, some big tackles for losses um, that really kind of after that first drive too, where it didn't look like it was going to go our way this game, uh, kind of swing that momentum back in our favor. Yeah, Perfect. and then quick sending some prayers out, Martin. Prayers, hands, emojis right here. Um, sending some prayers out to PJ Mustafer, Cliff, Jonathan Sutherland, John Lovett, Devin Ford, and there may have been a few other players. Um, Hail Mary, full of grace. Okay, and yeah, hopefully they, they're back and you know not not out of the picture for too long. Oh, I have one last uh, mess- uh, message um, for uh, before uh, we we leave here, and that is completely pathetic storming the field as two point favorites at home. No, I, <laughs> I, know, I know. you know I I literally don't care. It's actually a, a sign of that they like respect you, like the competition. I yeah. I agree. <laughs> if if they consider you storm, you know, field storming competition that's you know it's a good thing it means your program's in the right spot that's my take on it i know not not all of you guys will agree but all right i'm not sure if we're gonna record next week all right max but we might we might do a bi-week special talk maybe we'll talk eagles and steelers we'll bring holly on and talk steelers Big Steelers girl. All right, Max. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Love, Love you. you. Fuck all of your reasons. I lost my shit, you know.